So hi everyone, this is Manjula. Welcome to the fourth episode of Geeks Tech Show. Today I have Pratik Bhatnagar, and we are going to talk all about service workers. Uh, before we start, uh, Pratik, uh, can you introduce yourself, please? Yeah, sure. Hi. Uh, hi. So my name is Pratik, and I work for Google, and I'm working for the AMP team right now, uh, and I also work. with the workbox team which is the new set of libraries for the service worker from google yeah it's mostly that's it so what do you do apart from work uh i have maintained a few open source libraries i have written the react material component and the async load uh, async route which you can use to do code splitting if you're using react router and couple of more oh, that's nice yeah cool so we talk a lot about service worker service worker service mm-hmm. so what are they so service workers are basically your event driven javascript files which run in a different thread so different from your main thread and hence they are capable of running in background so even if your site's tab is closed or even if the browser itself is closed in case you're of uh, mobile uh, devices they can still run they can still listen to certain kind of predefined events and they can run for some time after the tab or the browser is closed so is this supported by all the browsers it is supported by a set of by huge majority of browsers but yeah not all so we are still looking uh, at absence of safari though it is now in deskit but the official safari uh, has not pulled it out i guess it's in technical preview yeah. but not in the stable and opera mini i guess which it's still uh, not supporting javascript a lot of javascript features and a lot and a few more but yes it's supported by a majority of the browsers it's supported by chrome it's supported by firefox it's uh, also under development uh, in windows edge so yeah cool. so uh, i mean i hear a lot when we talk about service workers often pwa the term mm-hmm. comes into picture right Yeah. So can you explain a bit about that? Uh, so progressive web apps and service workers are are like uh, two parallel things that go hand in hand. So a, a very major pillar of progressive web apps is that they are network resilient. Does not uh, if you are building a progressive web app, it should run smooth and flawlessly. If the version is two G or three G or, or It should even work. It's an expected work, even if you're offline. And to do that, basically, if the person is offline and if you are not using service workers, basically, your user cannot reach to your servers, hence it cannot get hold of your markup or HTML or CSS or the APIs. But that's the thing where service workers come into play. They come and sit. Right outside, or right outside your app logic, and intersect your all outgoing and incoming requests and response. So even if there's no network, they can 
intercept all in uh, outgoing requests and say that hey if i have this thing in cache uh, i can just respond from that even if there's no network and if there's network it can just let it go to network oh okay cool yeah so that means and hence the resiliency of net uh, network and progressive attack oh okay yeah so so what do you prefer like Uh, if, if someone is just starting, so they already have their PWA built, okay, and they've never thought of, you know, they've never added a service worker at all. Uh, they have a progressive web app. Yes. Okay, and they have not thought of service workers. So progressive web apps uh, is has a lot more okay. than just network resiliency. Exactly. Uh, it has. Uh, to do with the smoothness of UI and everything, but it, just in case you are good on all those points and you are just looking to add an offline support for your uh, web app, so service workers are built round up uh, with progressive enhancement in mind. So they they are something that comes and sits on top of your uh, app logic. Okay. So a lot of time you should be able to configure. A JavaScript file which can just intercept your on uh, outgoing API request and cache the response in case when whenever you are offline. So you can have a bare minimum uh, service worker after if 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 at all your uh, the network first is not your uh, ideology and you are thinking giving it uh, a thought at the end. You can write a bare minimum service worker which can enable. the offline functionality for you. Okay. So, yeah. oh, so what would you recommend? Like would you pref- would you prefer writing your own service workers? Would you go for workflows? Would you use as wp cache? Um I would love to write my own service worker as much as I would love to write my own webpack config. <laughs> okay. But, but the truth is like yeah, there are great tools out there to Yeah, uh, help you in this. So, service workers honestly is a very low-level spec, and it's a set of uh, a bunch of low-level APIs to give you enough flexibility and uh, power in your hands, which can get a little frustrating for uh, if you are just beginning to use service workers at uh, at beginning stages. So, yeah. So, service uh, SWP cache, SWP toolbox, workbox, or There's also a work, uh, webpack offline plugin by yeah. uh, by Arthur. Yeah. Uh, so these there are these are great tools which can help you just get started. These are like boilerplate uh, for service workers, just like create React app or React CLI. So they will build a service worker and give it to you. They can do some heavy lifting like pre-caching the files, like uh, like giving some runtime. Caching strategies to you, yeah. Okay. So uh, for everything that these uh, libraries can do for me, I just rely on them. I rely on these experts to do it for me. And for stuff like uh, very niche things, like showing my push notifications, which are like very very personalized to the app experience, I still write my own code. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, since you're already working on Workbox, like, could you yeah. explain us uh, what's there in Workbox and you know what is Workbox? Okay, sure. 
So, uh, Workbox is basically a set of helper libraries for service worker, as I said, that they can get a little frustrating for a few users. So, yeah, that's, uh, these are the set of libraries that we are trying to do some uh, basic heavy lifting for you. For example, Workbox can do the pre-caching for you. So, you say that, hey, these are the bunch of files which my app will always need to boot or to initiate. Just pre-cache them and whenever I ask, just give them, give them to me from cache. So, even if your network goes away, we have those files for you in cache. Uh, and also there are like runtime statuses which you can say like, hey, these are my five API calls which I, which I use in my app. And whenever I make a call to one of these APIs, just first go to network and in case network fails, just give it whatever is there to me in cache. Or uh, more strategies like this are there in Workbox. Then there's like background sync. So automated background sync for you. So you can say that, hey, uh, for example, if I'm offline and my user is doing some actions like liking a particular status or retweeting something. So, uh, and since he was offline, he definitely cannot get to the server. So whenever he comes, uh, whenever uh, his device or her device comes back online, just replay whatever requests are there in the queue. Okay. So stuff like this, uh, and there are all. There's also offline to uh, offline analytics, which you can just write one line, and anything that happens when the user is offline, all of those Google Analytics calls are just replayed for you later on. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, at, so it's like it's very new, right? It's just come up. Would you still recommend that we should be using it in like you know bigger projects? In, in production for a big project. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So Workbox has been out there for some time, but not, not as long as SWP Cache, Toolbox and everything, but, but still for some time. This is, frankly, this is the third version that has uh, that is in progress and has come out. Okay. So Workbox 1 and Workbox 2 has been out there for some time. There are already partners which are also listed on Workbox.js uh, uh, like Wired, like Tinder, Starbucks which are already using them in production so it's safe to say yeah you can still go ahead and uh, use them in production shouldn't be a problem but there's a major difference in case uh, what, what do you expect out of it so in case if you are like only using pre-caching and runtime strategies like SW pre-cache and Toolbox is still out there and it's still working for you. Uh, but if you are more of a power user and you use a few of the things that we discussed just now, so Workbox uh, like background analytics or uh, Google Analytics, offline analytics, and more things like these, now so Workbox becomes the better choice then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my next question was that you know, if, if I were to ask you, like you know, just say. SW Precash or Workbox, what what would you use? Yeah, so uh, same thing. So Workbox is basically built with a plugin architecture kind of thing in mind. Uh, so say something, uh, say for something you are doing again and again in your projects, you can convert that into a plugin, into a Workbox plugin, and just use it uh, with one single line of code. For example, that's a very common example would be if uh, if 
you do serve web images and if you want to check uh, and if your code base just uses jpeg everywhere you can just write a small plugin for workbox which intercepts all outgoing requests for jpg yeah. and convert the url into webp so you can detect particular uh, capability of whether or not webp is supported in your service worker and if it's supported just start intercepting all these jpeg requests so stuff like this can be like converted into workbox plugins and can be used uh, all over the place so you would Whereas, still go with workbox uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah because it does come with all the functionality that uh, cache and uh, SW toolbox came plus it had a lot more functionalities which sooner or later should become like the bottom line to build amazing uh, user experiences i still see progressive web apps which work like really smooth in uh, offline mode but i still cannot do a lot of actions so yeah i still see that background sync is like super underutilized uh, even as of today so i would really love if uh, you know people can pick up or workbox can help people to pick up these more advanced features really easily okay cool Uh, so so we always spoke about safari right since now it is being supported but everyone might not be on the latest version so any solution over there maybe it's just fishy or hackish uh so the best thing with service workers is that they should not be breaking the the absence of service workers should not be breaking any functionality of the app <laughs> correct yeah because they they are not an integ- like they don't come and sit inside your app code base they are installed differently and they live in a different thread so even if that that thread is not there your app should be working fine so a like even if the person's phone does not really support service worker yeah you might have to figure your ways around and if you are like a really complicated or complicated app uh you might just need to wait for the offline support but if in case like if you are something if you are building something as stupid as the games which i build or something really simple like a 2048 games there are still things which are like super deprecated and really hacky but and you should really 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 experiment before using this but if in case you can still keep it all the data in your uh, on your uh, users device and everything maybe like in a far scenario maybe app cache will still work for you okay like, don't quote me on this because i've been coded <laughs> a lot of times on this that's a really deprecated one yeah. Uh, but yeah maybe uh, it, it might suit for your cases Okay. So that means you can still boot up your app without a network, but don't expect a lot, of, a lot good things out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we we also spoke about uh, background sync. So so maybe yeah. I'll give you an example. So you know, say I you know uh, even got fired, and I mean I just click the button say on Instagram, the like button. Yeah. And when I click, I was just I just went offline somehow. So yeah. how do you know how we can achieve this with ba- background sync because now when he comes back like when i come back again i'm online 
yeah so what uh, how how we can actually achieve this achieve this with background sync over here uh so that's uh, really nice that you discussed the example of instagram because in one of the talks i heard that instagram actually does this exactly. thing exactly yeah 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 i i yeah yeah uh so background sync in nature is basically just an event Okay. And then, and an event listener. So whenever if uh, there's a call, it's where you request for background sync. And if you are, if you actually have network then and there, the event gets fired immediately. And if the network is not there, whenever the network will come back, the event is fired then. That's it. Like that's that's the end story of background sync. So Everything okay. else, like you need to have hands in it. So you need to listen to uh, while requesting for background sync. You need to put it in some kind of store, maybe an index DB, because uh, if you are using service workers, that's the only place that uh, service workers can reach out to or your cache is. And whenever that event is fired, you need to pick up that data and send it like using fetch or anything else. So are these like whatever requests I make, they are stored mm-hmm. in some queue or something like that? So that's everything dependent uh, dependent on queue. Okay. Because as we discussed, like background sync is just an event and an event listener. Correct. Does nothing else for you. I can tell you in case of uh, Workbox, uh, this is basically a supposed to be a queue. Okay. Uh, inside Index DB, so every every request that fails, that you have uh, for every request for the URL that you have given to us. Every request that fails, we clone that request, serialize it, and put it in index DB. And whenever we get an uh, a background sync event, we replay that uh, data from the index DB. Okay. Okay. So yeah, that's that's the thing is going on inside that all the uh, heavy lifting that Workbox is doing for you. But as for core background sync, it's it's an event, and you have an event listener which you can request. So yeah. So, uh, this question is like, uh, so how do we, uh, how can we do file-specific uh, bursting? So, so say for example, I only change index.js file and I have other set of files as well in my app. Okay, but now I only, uh, what I want is that whatever files I have changed, only mm-hmm. that that should be cache bursted instead of all the files. Okay, yeah. So, uh, actually, the way service worker uh, lifecycle works is that uh, you write a service worker file, and if anything, like even a single character changes inside that, browser recognizes that as a new service worker and installs the newer version. So, in case, let's say, out of 10 files, you change one file, which also changes. The hash of it or right. hash of that file. Let's right. say. Uh, so in that case, browser will install the new service worker file for you, and that service worker file that basically becomes the responsibility of the developer. That go, it should uh, he should go through all the list of uh, he should go through the list of all the files and see if uh, the same in like uh, the same exists in the index DB, it should just skip and if a newer one ex- uh, is there in the list, it should be downloaded and put in the index DB and if 
there's anything that that is there in the index db and not in this file should be purged out of uh, memory okay. this can be like index db or cache storage okay. Okay. so as far as i know like the both swp cache and uh, workbox does the purging automatically okay cool yeah so, so also you can like uh, sorry also yes. i you can specify the time after which you want something to be uh, purged out of cache or the number of times uh, maximum times that should be used before it should be thrown out of the cache oh wow is this possible yeah. in workbox as well i guess it was possible in http cache as well, uh, as well. okay okay yeah so yeah so if suppose i have like five tabs open on my machine of mm -hmm. a, of a website which already has service workers installed so yeah. so what so how does it happen like how many service workers would be running like on five different tabs Best case scenario it should be always one okay but complications start coming in when let's say that you have published a new service worker yes okay okay and if you uh, open a new tab so the new tab will see hey this is a new service worker let me install this but the problem is if in case you don't write any like if you don't specify anything in that service worker it just controls this new tab right now okay and there is another service worker which is controlling the other tabs which will go away once those tabs are closed but you can also always specify that uh, hey service worker claim all declined oh, so and yeah so yeah yeah my question was so in this scenario there will be five service workers which will be running worst case if you are every time you are opening a new tab there is also a new service worker being published like, yeah worst case worst yes okay okay so imagine the the uh far uh imagine this like if every time you open a new tab somebody is actually publishing a new service worker which is like really really tough okay. to reproduce but yeah it might happen okay. I, yeah. because i was in a thinking that you know some of the service workers might go to the non activate state and i mean i mean they might just sleep but maybe i'm still not sure on that part yeah it's just that you all the clients might still not be claimed so you need to do a uh, this dot claim clients which says that hey this new service worker will claim all the clients now right right okay yeah but yeah so the only the new service worker will remain active at the end okay uh so the next is that so service workers uh, use the service worker cache So what what are the storage cache limits on them? Yeah. So what are the storage limits? Yeah, the cache storage limits basically depends on your user agent or your browser. They can set it to uh, whatever they see fit, and hence different browsers have actually implemented different uh, caching limits to them. I'm not completely. I'm like not. completely sure about what are the exact limits but the last time i checked 
Chrome tells you only Chrome gives you a certain percentage of your free memory, uh, whereas uh, Edge's service workers give you the access to all the free memory, and again, uh, I guess Mozilla gives you a certain percentage of your free memory. Okay. Yeah. So it com- it can vary and might depend on on the browser. Browser. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but which, by the way, I guess you, uh, which, by the way, you can query using the quota storage API, oh, which can okay. tell you, yeah, which can tell you how much is the uh, storage left. So you can do the cache purging accordingly, or you can also do, uh, if, like, you might just omit putting some files in the cache altogether if the storage is running low. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so, what are the best set of practices uh, you know a developer needs to follow while caching an API responses? Because uh, what happens is sometimes the API might fail with you know 500. Mm-hmm. So, what what would what would your recommendation be? So, uh, definitely, like for APIs, uh, caching a checking if there is uh, if there is no opaque redirection. Uh, and there is basically it's supposed to be in the 2xx response limit that should be good to cache a and uh, b it totally depends if the api results are like changing really really fast maybe it's uh, a good call to do a network first strategy on this one and for, for a few apis which do not really uh, change very very quick it's good to uh, fall back to some other strategy which can give you uh, more reliability like cache first in case if it uh, like changes really really uh, less often so those are the uh, few things which you, which you should keep in mind okay uh, so this is one of my favorite questions because I ran into this sort of bug. Uh, so uh, what happened was, uh, like while I was working with BMS, we, uh-huh. were, we were caching all this stuff and suddenly we started getting this error on the console that quota exceeded. Uh-huh. And uh, we really didn't know what to do. We started off thinking that, you know, let's remove some of the assets from the, you know, whatever uh-huh. we are caching. So, what would you be your way of, you know, handling this stuff? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so that we just discussed this thing. Uh, a, you can always query okay. that, hey, uh, what's the quota uh, left on this particular machine? B, you can all, you should be like really active in uh, cleaning your cache. So if you uh, you know that hey this is a new service worker coming in and I have a new set of files let's just bring them bring them in and just remove let's actively start removing uh, all the all the cache which I do not use right now and first of uh, first of which are like really less sensitive to you if you if you can work without a certain kind of fonts or stuff maybe you can still leave it to http cache but that's that's something like really volatile in nature so it should be a very carefully taken call okay yeah uh 
Okay, so the last last thing is like mm-hmm. so service workers is really very vast and sometimes very difficult to understand. What would you recommend who's just a beginner or you know in service workers or might want to learn? What would be your recommendation on that? I would seriously recommend doing the smallest bit of exam uh, you know experiments first. uh just to know how exactly this thing works because this is like really really different of how other the uh, rest of the things in javascript work or how you would expect it to work uh just out of reading the documentation so yeah like doing the smallest bit of experiments how can i intercept an outgoing request how how can i like do a parallel request to network and to a cache and do a trace between them and then actually start using uh if if in case you are not running out of time start using one of these uh build libraries for you so once you have like gone through this you know how how this thing works actually under the hood it's like it's better to use something which is proven and and is well tested and maintained by a good number of people but yeah before that it's it's like uh at this point of time the support of dev tools like really really good i still remember uh, playing with service worker in in its early days where the support of dev tools was like really <laughs> bad and it was a headache uh, debugging them but now it's like really the dev, dev tools support is um, really amazing True. so you can do all the uh, debugging you can do all the logging and you will see everything as you expect uh, expected to and uh the i guess the most major thing uh is to really understand the service worker life cycle yeah 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 uh, because i see a lot of developers getting confused hey i changed this thing but i'm still seeing old results and uh, and most of the times where they are stuck is that the service worker is installed but is not activated because it gets activated only the time you close your tab and come in or or you have specified in your service worker that kept waiting and claim clients so a lot of these things bug a new uh, developer because for everything else if they change something in the html or in the javascript they just do a refresh everything gets downloaded but with a service worker there's a certain life cycle that it follows yeah and that's basically where it gets uh, you know where people start pulling hair oh. yeah so uh, so are you guys coming up with something exciting in workforce oh yeah so uh there are a couple of things uh i there there's this one thing which a lot i've seen a lot of people struggling with so service workers always uh Uh, install themselves to a scope, right? And uh, which means, like, if you are installing them on home page and giving uh, the scope as home, it will control the entire set of ent- entire pages of your web app. Whereas, if you are giving it to a particular section, it will only control that section and its subsection. Right. So, so there's this new, uh, there's this issue, and there's this new library in discussion which will help you register your service worker. So it will warn you that hey, your service worker is coming from some 
sections, let's say slash product, and you are trying to register it on home page, which, oh, which wow. is not a valid thing. That that that's nice actually. Yeah, because I we have literally seen a lot of people trying to do this. That uh, your their service worker is basically in a it's a public folder, and they want to install it on their home page, which is not allowed by the spec. Oh, okay. Yeah, that so would be a nice one. Mm. Pardon? That would be a nice feature to come up. Yeah. Plus, moreover, uh, a very common problem. With exactly. People. Exactly. Yeah. And also, uh, a lot of times people say that hey, a new service worker is installed. I know, and it works fine. And the old one is gone, but I want to tell my users that hey, uh, a new version yeah. of this thing, this thing is now available. Can you refresh? I've re-downloaded my assets, yeah. or something like that. So, uh, so this thing will also, is also under the discussion that case. We can also like provide a synthetic event, which can tell the devs that hey, there's a new service worker installed. You can come show some kind of uh, UI. Per se, which can tell your users to either refresh or just can inform that hey, there are new changes. New changes. So making this particular thing easier is also under discussion. Nice! Wow, two two new things coming up. Nice. Yeah. Uh, cool. I think uh, that and like thank you so much for your time. Like it has been a great learning for me. Sure. Thank offer. you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah.